Welcome to another edition of The Student Manager. We are with Ava Matsunami, class of 21, yeah. Newport Harbor. And you have a twin brother who we need to get on this podcast, oh. Kai, yeah. University of Utah Talk Utes. But today we're going to be talking about Hoosiers, Indiana yeah. Hoosiers. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm good. I'm great. Home for the summer. Yep. Are you working? I am. Newport Beach Country Club. A great country club. Yep. <laughs> We're propping it up. So wait, normally we talk about the college search and admission process, helping high school students and parents with the entire search and admission process. But then obviously there's a spinoff, the hiring manager mm -hmm. that helps these. Most of my guests are now graduating or even college students wanting to get internships or jobs. Uh, so maybe we could talk about Newport Beach Country Club one day. Yeah. But let's talk about Bloomington. Did you ever think you were going to end up in Bloomington? Never. Why? I didn't even know that Indiana existed until like senior year. All right. Or I guess until Tess went, it was like kind of on my radar, but I never thought I would end up in Indiana. So she's talking about Tess Meyer, who was a guest on the student manager talking about University of Indiana being a Hoosier. Ava went to Newport Harbor High School and she's not the first Matsunami on this podcast. Your sister Mia went on this podcast. So we're carrying on the tradition. So you never heard about Indiana. Tess talked to you about Indiana. She talked about Indiana the last time we were on this podcast when she came home last summer. So how did you find out about Indiana and what sparked your interest to saying, you know what, I'm going to give this a, a look. I had heard it like mentioned, like my sister goes to school in Indiana. So she would like mention the other schools in Indiana, like in conversation. So I had like kind of heard about it and then Tess went and was talking to me about it. I think I really got interested. I think one day I was just applying to schools and I literally just like Googled schools and it came up and I just got really interested in it. I think that was it, but I never expected to go there. 80% acceptance rate. Yeah. So, I mean, let's be honest, coming out of high school, we don't have your sister's acumen, her grades. Yeah. That's rare, mm -hmm. right? You and Kai, different paths. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, what colleges were you thinking about? Here you are in Southern California. Indiana doesn't pop up until you're senior year, help these high school students and parents figure out like what else is out there because not everyone's going to a Notre Dame, UCLA, Michigan, Texas, Stanford. We call them the sweatshirt brand schools, yeah. right? Not everyone is cut out and fit out to do that. So what advice would you give them if you had to do it all over again? I would just say like, don't feel pressured. For me, it was hard when all of my friends were getting into all these like insane schools, like all these like UCLA, USC, whatever, like that started to get to me. And then I realized there's still so many amazing schools that aren't like these top 10 schools that I can still have so much fun at. Um, so definitely just kind of do what you feel is right for you. Obviously, like, I mean, if you don't get in, you don't get in. Um, but there's still so many like amazing options out there. So you went through the whole process really by yourself. Yeah. I think I remember coming to your house and you were 
completing all the applications on your own. You didn't really have your parents get involved. Yeah. I mean, was that was that stressful for you knowing that some of your friends were going to all these universities and you're applying to like tell us some of the, the schools that you applied to? Um, so I applied my number one forever and I thought I was gonna end up here was Boulder. And then I applied to Michigan State, like the Arizona schools. Um Honestly, I don't even remember. But my number one was Boulder forever. I think I applied to like 12. But I always thought I was going to end up at Boulder. And then I had COVID like over Christmas, like Christmas break or something of senior year. And I just took like the whole time to like really research Boulder and Indiana because those were my final two. All right. And I did. I had never visited either of them. Um and so I did like virtual tours. I watched YouTube videos. I did like all the research I could. And I finally decided on Indiana. So that's a great comment that you just made because with COVID, a lot of universities, people I've been talking to, they've really never used the virtual tours or some of the things that market to students. So did that really, I mean, looking virtually at Boulder and then at Bloomington, like what stood out? And then as you actually go to Bloomington's campus, is it really like the videos and the pictures? I mean, it definitely is like the videos and pictures. It's so, so pretty. It's like not, I was so scared to get there because it's in Indiana, like coming from California. That's kind of scary, but. Wait, I'm just laughing. Are you having technical difficulties? It's like falling off my head. Then just take it off. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) When I say take it off, she has her headsets on. We're in the studio of the student manager. (laughs) And the funniest thing, here I am recording with Ava and she's laughing. (laughs) She's having more issues with her headset. (laughs) Okay. All right. So. That's right. You went sight unseen, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that because obviously the video stood out. So what stood out? Honestly, so Boulder and Indiana, like I said, were my top two. Boulder's campus was so, so pretty. Indiana's campus was also like beautiful. I think in the end, it wasn't really about like the campus. It was more about A lot of people from Newport go to Boulder. It's like a very Newport school. And my number one thing was I really wanted to go somewhere different and like kind of just get away from everything and just have like a whole new fresh experience um, and just meet all these new people. And so obviously Indiana definitely gave me more of that. So I think that was like my deciding factor. And but the pictures you saw, because we're going to get into now, when did you arrive on campus? Move in. August? Um, yeah. So it's still nice. It's summertime. What's the temperature? Oh my God, it was like 85 degrees. And if you've ever been on Indiana's campus, first for helping parents, especially coming from California, you probably flew into Indianapolis. Yeah. So you fly into Indianapolis and then it's like an hour drive. And let's talk about that drive. When you're driving to the campus, were you like, holy... I was terrified like farmland and cornfields and that's it like scariest thing ever I was like oh my god I made the worst decision of my life and then we start rolling up into the campus and then what happens I well my parents and I we had a red eye so we got into like IU super late 
So I didn't really get to see the campus. All I did was drive in and then we just went to our hotel. So I didn't even see the campus. I didn't have like a, okay, it's going to be okay. It's like pretty, whatever. It was just cornfields. So I was so scared. But then the next day we moved in and it campus was so pretty. My <laughs> There were a lot of like really cute guys. So it made me feel <laughs> way better because I was like. Because you had I, nightmares going to sleep? Well, were no. you scared? I was like, I feel like everyone's going to be really weird at Indiana. Like, are there going to be normal people? And they all looked super normal. So it was really good. Okay. Um, But yeah. <laughs> I could do this? Yeah, it was okay. So you have move in. And because Indiana is a beautiful campus, mm-hmm. right? I mean, yeah. there's some landmarks. Uh, I think the, the the arch or the sample gates. The sample yeah. gates. All right. Mm-hmm. So you you are actually studying. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what about the fountain? Um, in my opinion, fountain's a little overrated, but it's pretty. Okay. But it's like the sample gates are like the main part of campus. Like if you go to campus, you're taking a picture in front of the sample gates. What's your favorite part of the campus? Um, I mean, obviously I love sample gates. I love like Kirkwood as our little downtown area. But I think my favorite, um, when it's fall and all the leaves are like changing, there's this one street you walk down and it's just like all trees. And it's like so pretty because they're all pretty fall <laughs> leaves. And then Because we don't have fall out here. But like, not really. Like they're like big. I'll show you a picture later. What's um, the street called? I couldn't tell you. Someone might be listening and want to check out the street. It's the street next to the Honors College. It's like you walk down. That's that's all I know. Okay. That's a little bit more descriptive. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's talk. Did you live in the dorms? Yes. McNutt. It's called McNutt? Yes. <laughs> all right. We'll leave it at that. Yeah. So where was your roommate from? So my roommate was from Chicago. Majority of people, I don't know about majority, but... There's so many people from Chicago, like the whole school. And they all probably know each other. They all like, I mean, they don't all know each other, but they all have like connections. Like, oh, that was my friend's friend, whatever. So was it good? And do you recommend, did you even know who your roommate was prior or did you match up through one of those? Yeah. So we met on Facebook um, and we both committed like pretty early. So we had a lot of time to like talk. We would FaceTime. We talked like every single day. We were like super, super close um, before move in. So it was honestly like kind of weird to meet her at move in because I felt like I had met her before. Um, But we were super close. We got along well. We had like a couple moments, but it it was good for the most part. So for those of you that, are looking to have roommates and you really don't know who they are politically correct. What you can say is what type of moments. So someone could be prepared for it or it, I mean, obviously this is life. Yeah. First time you're living with someone. Mm -hmm. So what, what type of experiences are you like? Oh my God. I think the biggest thing for us, because we found each other on Facebook, it was like on, when you find your roommate on Facebook, everyone kind of tries to find someone that will be like their best friend. Like, oh, she looks so similar to me. We'd get along so well. Let's be roommates. So that was kind of our case and that's what we did. But the problem with that can be your very, very similar personalities. So we butted heads a lot. It's just like we're in such a small room. We're very similar people, like both pretty stubborn. If one of us like needed space, you don't get space. So it's just kind of like you have to deal with it. 
And that's good because now you're learning how social skills. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So the fall's happening. You go to football games? Yes. And by the way, so you're not rushing because Indiana doesn't rush until spring semester. Yeah. Right? So are you able to go to fraternities and sororities and parties pregame? Or do you have to hang out with the dorm people, the freshman people? What's going on? So... We were not allowed to go to frat parties. If you go to a frat party before spring semester, you'll be blacklisted. So terrible idea. Don't do that. What we did is the frats actually rushed in fall. So they were pledging all throughout fall semester. So they would let their PCs have these things things called PCPs, which is like a pledge class party. So it was basically just like a little freshman party. So on game days, they would have like at someone's house or something, like one of the juniors in their frat would like lend them their house and they could have little freshman parties. So that was what we would do for pregames. Were they fun? I mean, they were very like high school parties. So you're a freshman in college. What were you looking for? like a real frat party, you know, (laughs) like I would see my friends at their schools and on their Snapchats, they would have like the most fun frat parties and they would have like the huge house and so many people. And I would just be at my little like 50 person PCP. All right. So let's talk about that because people that are listening, parents as well as students, right? Social media, it's all fake news anyways, Yeah, right? You only see the good stuff. For sure. So let's talk about your emotional intelligence, right? You know what emotional intelligence yes. is, right? Just check in. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Ava, yeah. I love you, man. <laughs> all right, so you're at Indiana. Were you homesick? Were you FOMO? What Were you like, because you couldn't rush, and if you're yeah. seeing all your friends having fun, you wanted a big like animal house fraternity party. <laughs> Um, so I, like the first week I was really good. It was like exciting to be in a new place. Um, I was meeting all these people, but then once it got to like the first month, I started to get not homesick, but I started to really feel like I made the wrong choice. And I was, I I just would look at everyone else, like my high school friends and see them having the greatest time ever. And I just didn't feel like that. And it just, I felt like it wasn't a good fit for me. I was like, maybe I should transfer to Boulder. Like, I'm just not happy here. I know my friend Owen Stefano, she went to Harbor. She also goes to Indiana and she was just as miserable. We would always like, I don't want to be here. Like, we shouldn't have gone here pretty much. Um, So it definitely is hard on social media because if you weren't like a thousand percent confident in the decision of where you end up going, you see people on social media, like at your other school that you were considering and you just kind of compare. So that gets really difficult, but you just kind of have to learn how to get past that because at the end of the day, like social media is fake. Everyone's only posting the happy times, like the times where they're at parties and for all you know, everyone could be in their dorms and miserable, but social media doesn't show you that. So I think that was like the most important thing for me to learn. So how did you get through that? And I'm, I'm so glad you talked about that because that's going on in every freshman's 
mind yeah. or even sophomore's mind, but freshman more importantly. So people that are out there listening and going, okay, I'm going to go to college. It's expected to be maybe homesick and yeah. have that fear. How did you get through that? Um, I ended up, I like made a lot of friends. I started some, obviously my roommate was from Chicago, so she knew a lot of people. So I would go out with her. I would meet people with her. I, it's the biggest part is just making friends and meeting new people so that it starts to feel like that's your home. So when I came back for winter break, I didn't even feel like Newport was my home. I kind of missed Indiana. So you want to get to that point where it's just, you feel really comfortable I became best friends with like everyone on my floor. We have co-ed dorms, so we all got super close. So it was like you'd walk out into the hallway and you'd be with your friends. So you don't feel as lonely anymore. And I tell a lot of students this and parents this, you just have to go out and especially the first first week or second week yeah. in your dorms, you have to meet people. 100%, yeah. There were certain people that, like that I knew that didn't do that. And the whole year they just, their neighbors were like strangers to them. Our, my roommate and I like made an effort to go and meet people. And I don't even know if it was in the very first week. I think it might've been second or third week, but as long as you go out in the beginning of the year and you make an effort to meet people, like everyone will appreciate that. No one's gonna, like if you're scared to do that, no one's gonna be like, oh, that's so weird. Why is she doing this? Everybody else is in the same situation. Everyone's in the same boat. Everyone feels the exact same way. Everyone's like terrified. Um, no one really knows anyone. So it definitely only can help to go and meet people. Just get involved. Yeah. So did you have conversations with Keith and Tammy about this? I did. I told them like how I was feeling first semester, my mom's biggest thing was like, stick it out first semester. You, you, everyone kind of starts to feel like this in the beginning of the year. Um, if you keep going, like she knew, I don't want to say this, but she's always right. She, she like, by, by the way, Tammy is the mom and Keith is the dad. <laughs> so if they're listening, wow, um, you got props there. She's always right. Okay, not always, but <laughs> with this stuff. So she kind of like knew that, you know, I would make friends and I would end up being really happy there. So she just didn't want me to be miserable after one month and just kind of give up. And that's a great statement you said, because I've had other conversations with parents and you're 18 years old. You're in a state of mind where you can't make the right decision. Yeah. Parents know. So if you're yeah. going through that situation, if you're a student, stick it out. Mm -hmm, Stick it out because sure. now look at you. You're going to be returning for your sophomore year. We yeah. haven't even gotten to your spring semester yet. We haven't even gotten to the freezing cold snow because yeah. it is miserable in the Midwest, but yeah. it's fun. It's so much fun. But you've, what you just shared, a real raw experience and story of you were homesick. Yeah. It was miserable. You wanted to transfer. All your friends were having a good time elsewhere. It's what you put into it. For sure. For sure. Because I do know people that they just made zero effort. And so the whole first semester, they had no fun. I will like definitely say second semester was so much more fun, but I still had fun first semester. And what's good about first semester is once you rush second semester, you kind of only really hang out with 
your sorority friends. So first semester, you just, you're hanging out with like everyone. You're meeting so many new people. There's no like limits, I guess, of, oh, well, like she's in this sorority, but we're going to go get lunch, you know, like that just doesn't really happen as much second semester. So first semester, it's just, you're meeting all these people and it's just so much fun. And now you have your, we call them Jeeds, right? Yes. Goddamn individuals. We have your independent friends or maybe they're in different fraternities or sororities. And then you have your posse, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So so what was your favorite part of, uh, you talked about it was fun. What was your memorable freshman fall experience or first semester experience I would say probably game days were super fun it just was so fun because you like follow all these people on Instagram before you end up going to school it's like oh she's going to Indiana I'll follow her and so then you actually meet all these people in real life and you become friends with them and it's just like a cool way of doing things I guess um so that was really fun game days are so much fun even if it's first semester. You can't go to like a frat. They're very high energy. You go to the games. I'm not a sports fan at all, but I had a really good time at football games for sure. How many football games did you go to? I mean, I went to every one. I don't think I stayed. That was going to be my next long. question. Did you stay for the entire game? At least till halftime. How many times did you stay after <laughs> halftime? Like once. <laughs> I think there was one game. I don't remember what it was, but I I stayed past halftime. Other than that, it, okay. In my defense, it's really really hot football season. I was gonna season. say Cincinnati. Did you go to that game? Yeah, I was- went to Cincinnati, and I had to leave. That was parents' weekend, so I was with my parents, and so we weren't even in the student section. They got seats, and the student section is like a little more shaded, but we were directly in the sun, and I was dying, so I had to go. Have you been to a basketball game there? So I actually had basketball tickets. I had season tickets. I did not make it to one. Ava, Assembly Hall is iconic. I know. And all my friends tried to get me to go. You've never been in Assembly Hall? Never. All right. So will you please go to Assembly Hall? I'll go next year. I you might have more fun than a basketball game. I mean than a football game. And I actually enjoy basketball. I just never made it. I don't really know what I was doing, but drinking? (laughs) Maybe. All right, so let's do talk about the drinking because, I mean, Bloomington's Bloomington. Let's talk about the bar scene. Is there, if you can't go to a fraternity or sorority house in the fall, right? Yeah. And most, only 18% of the Indiana's student population is in a Greek system. So that's about 8,000 students. There's about 32 other thousand students out there that are over 21, under 21 that need to go out and have fun. So. Yeah. Not everybody's in Greek life. So if you're listening, you don't have to be in Greek life. You can still go out and have fun. But what are we going to do in Bloomington? Like what bars are out there? So we have this bar. There's two of them. There's one called Sports and one that's like on Kirkwood, but they're called Kilroy's. And those are like a huge, huge deal for juniors and seniors. It's like kind of a rite of passage thing. You cannot get in when you're underage it's like impossible but the second you're 21 you start going to Kilroy's you don't go to frats anymore so that's a really big deal but since you can't get in underage there's not really much else for us to do all the underage bars like get shut down the police are like really intense in Bloomington so we went to this one place called La Una which is where everyone goes it's basically just a restaurant but it like has a little bar you kind of 
stand up, go talk to people at another table. And then there was this other place called Bears that was kind of the same thing. And that was pretty much all we had to do. It wasn't great, but I mean, it was like something to do, I guess. I guess also that makes it more exciting to go to Kilroy's when you're 21. But that's basically all there is. The bar scene is not great for underage people. So do a lot of students, freshmen, sophomores, if you're underage, do they have fake IDs? Obviously, they're not working at Kilroy's. Yeah. I mean, everyone pretty much has a fake, but like even with a fake, the bouncers are so strict at every bar. Like they'll just not let you in. All right. So in reality, if you're a freshman or sophomore, do do we have to wait until now spring, right? You're rushing a sorority. Yeah. Let's talk about that because then obviously you're going to the lower classmen fraternity parties, Mm -hmm. right? So let's, when you came back to Bloomington, talk about the rush process. So the rush process is a pretty big deal at IU. Ours was virtual, except for our pref round, which is our final round, got to be in person, which was super nice. So most people came back to school for rush, even though it was virtual. We just kind of did it from our dorms. We would do it, it was like 10 in the morning to 8 at night. It was like super, super long, really tiring because we also have 22 sororities. And so you have to talk to every single sorority. So it gets to be like a lot. Even if you're not interested, you still have to go. So the days are really, really long, but it starts to get shorter and you have more personal conversations. And then we got to be in person. So we got to see the houses and everything, which was nice. What were your top, obviously you dwindled them down, what were your final two sororities that you went on as a preference? Yeah, so I prepped Pi Phi and DZ. Did you get the one you wanted? I did get the one I wanted. I had a really hard, I had a really good rush process. I got super lucky. Um, I would get everything back that I wanted, but I had a really hard time deciding between Pi Phi and DZ at the end they both were like great sororities like great girls it just kind of came down to like they had a few differences that i i didn't know if i would be happier in one or the other so let's talk about that because obviously either a guy or a female or a male going into a fraternity or sorority they're going to have to pick and choose yeah so what advice would you give an incoming freshman or someone that's rushing Rather than going, what I'm trying to get across here is be open-minded, yeah. right? And find your own people and it's, it's, you'll know. So what For advice sure. would you give to a, a female that's rushing? So definitely being open-minded is the most important thing. It gets really hard rushing second semester because you hear all these things and all the sororities, different reputations. So you kind of form an idea of what you want before you even rush. And I had that problem. There's, I thought I wanted a sorority AFI, like all first semester and everyone was like, oh, you're so AFI, which like- Like, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> but so I was like, oh, I'm 100% going AFI. Like I don't even need the other ones, whatever. And I got there and I talked to AFI. I had my like rush conversation and I just- I was not into it at all. Like it was so. What did you not like about them? I mean, I don't want to talk bad, but very, very superficial. Like fake. 
pretty much, yeah. And by the way, Afi, for those of you that aren't in the Greek system, because she's throwing out letters like DZ, DZ is Delta Zeta, <laughs> okay? Afi is Alpha Phi. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I can say it. No, I better not say my little term what? for Afi. All for free? <laughs> I'm gonna get busted. Wait, this is my oh own my podcast. <laughs> All for free. Let's oh go. My God. Okay. Well, people call it um like P Phi and P Z, so I don't really know where that comes from either. Okay, so those weren't your people. So let's yeah. go down to Delta Zeta and Pi Phi. Yeah, so Pi Phi was always on my radar. My roommate's older sister also went to Indiana and she was in Pi Phi. She was a junior. So I had like kind of talked to her about it and she loved it. So I was always interested in Pi-Fi. DZ test was in. So that was also on my radar, but I never really expected to end up in DZ. Um, But then first round of recruitment, they just had such a good like presentation and all the girls seemed like so cool, so nice. Every single person I talked to was like, oh my gosh, DZ, like it was kind of, an unexpected thing and so I ended up I stayed with DZ and I had the same girl rush me every round and I ended up like loving her and we're super close friends now but we were able since she was the same person rushing me we were able to have like a lot more deep conversations versus in Pi Fi I had a new girl rushed me every time. So it was very surface level conversations. It was kind of always like, oh, where are you from? What's your major? That kind of thing. But by the last round of Rush with DZ, I was, I think I cried that round, which is very out of character for me. Like I, no, I know. I don't get like that, especially with this stuff. Like I kind of always like, I never really took Greek life as seriously, but we just got super deep and it like really meant a lot to me. You bonded. We bonded. Yes. (laughs) God. But yeah, it just, it felt really right. And it like, it sounds cheesy, but you do like, you know, what's going to be best for you and where you're going to be happiest. So just kind of go with your gut. So now you're happy. Very happy. I mean, you're returning for your sophomore year. The retention rate is like 90% Yeah, coming back. Because people do, you, you've given a great story, mm-hmm. right? You've talked about like, what did you not like? And yeah. really being homesick and then the transition. Because if you stick it out, look it. Yeah. I love the school so much. I would never, like if I had transferred, that would have been the worst decision I ever made. I'm so happy. It's like such a good fit. You just have to get there because it's definitely a process. It takes a lot of time, but. What's your major? International law and then criminal justice minor. So let's talk about like the class sizes. People now are, okay, they're done listening about the social party. Yeah. And like, are they, what's the ratio? Is it big? What's your biggest class, smallest class? Um, My biggest class was probably psych. I think it was like 300. And then my smallest class was like 10 people. It was English. Um, So it definitely varies. It depends a lot on your major also. I'm not in Kelly, but Kelly classes are a lot smaller um and by the way kelly's not a girl it's the school <laughs> yeah I, I have to break this sorry, down sorry. it's the school of business school of kelly yes so we have a really good business school um everyone in kelly takes the same classes you all have like the same class schedule so their classes are a lot smaller um but my major is a little it's not very common um i was i went into the year as 
poli sci. So I was political science. Um, so I had like a broader range of classes. So those were a little bigger. All of your gen eds will be huge lectures. And then the more like specific classes you take to your major, they'll get smaller and smaller, which I mean, I didn't mind lectures, but it is a lot easier for me to wake up and be like, oh, I'm not going to go to a lecture because first they of all, they don't see you. They don't see you. There's so many people there. Someone can send you the notes. And then it also is just, it's so much less personal. I actually really enjoyed going to my smaller classes because it's just, it feels more like they're speaking to you. I feel like I'm learning so much more from my professor when I'm in like the fourth row instead of the 60th row. Did you have a TA though? In lectures, we had TAs, but not in like my small classes usually. How many lectures, big lecture halls did you miss? Did you sleep in? <laughs> Too many. So what if I, I mean, cause that's going to happen. Let's yeah. talk about the discipline because mm -hmm. right. Yeah. I mean, you're on your own. So my biggest issue was the second it got cold. My dorm was very far from like the center of campus so my dorm was in, we have different neighborhoods. Mine was in the Northeast neighborhood. So it was the farthest spot from like actual classes. So I had like a good 10, 15 minute walk. So when it started to get icy and cold, like going outside just did not, I didn't want to do it. So sunny Southern California, Newport Beach, Ava in yeah. Bloomington, cold winters mm -hmm. did not mix. Not did not mix. Yeah. So how did you get, I mean, obviously you, what were your final grades? Um, first semester it was good. It was like three, six or something. It was like fine. I, like it was fine. I still did good. I still like, I was turning in all my assignments. I wasn't missing any of that stuff. It just for lectures when there's no attendance policy and it's 10 degrees outside, like it's really easy to just decide to not go. Did you, did you feel like a loser though? Not going to class? I wish I would say yes, but honestly, no, because everyone around me wasn't going to class either. So it became like really easy to skip classes, which is not good, but it is what it is. So, I mean, how cold, let's talk about that because I have a daughter that goes to Wisconsin and, and we talk about, uh, I always talk about climate and weather and yeah. stuff like that because it got like in Madison, it gets minus 20 in January and February, Bloomington. I remember when Wisconsin played Indiana in February. I mean, I think the snow, there's a snowstorm. They didn't even think people were going to go to that basketball game. Yeah. But it gets, how cold does it get? Is it miserable? Is it gray? You don't want to go to class. So according to all my friends that are actually from Indiana, this was like not a bad winter at all. I thought it was miserable, but apparently this was like warm. So I'm really scared for what like an actual bad winter looks like, but um, the, we only had, we had one like snow day, I guess classes got canceled. That was like the worst it got. I think that was in December. And other than that, it would like snow uh, here and there, but it was never like a big heavy, I don't know what it's called. Blizzard. S blizzard. Yeah. Whiteout. Um, yeah. So we only had a blizzard once. So other than that, it would be like 20, 30. 
it wasn't awful, but like for me experiencing that for the first time, it was terrible. And what's your recommendation advice to students? Get a Canada goose. Get a Canada goose. For those of you that don't know what a Canada <laughs> goose is, it's a very rich jacket, but it keeps you warm. Now, there's a difference between having a Canada goose at college and then a fracket. Yes. So why don't you explain? I'm sure you have a fracket. I actually don't have a fracket because since we were coming from the dorm, you just hop in an Uber. They drop you off right there. But if you're on Greek Row, then you're walking to the houses so you need just like a cheap little jacket you can kind of toss to the side. You don't care if it gets dirty or anything. Or you lose it. Or if you lose it. Um, so I never needed that, but next year I'll definitely get one. And explain why we call it a fracket. We, we talked about why is it called a fracket? So it's basically just for frat parties. You wear it to walk down the street when you're going to a frat house. And then you just throw it somewhere in the frat. And that's that. Ava, have you stepped foot in Lily's library? Be honest. Lily's library? It's not called Lily's library. What library is it called? I have Lily's. Oh my God, you're going to... I know it. You're just making me space out. Well, let's just answer the question. It's not called Lily's. Oh my God, what's it called? Have you stepped foot in it? This is so embarrassing. I have. I have. Um, like, Like three times. But I have. Your parents will be proud to know that you stepped foot in Lily's library. Right? I think it's Lily's library. All right. It's I not Lily's you, library. That I'm, gonna, I'm positive. I'm going to put you on the spot because this president just got hired your freshman year. Oh, I know. What's her name? Pamela Witt. Yes. Yeah. You are somebody. <laughs> you are going to make it. Yeah, I, I know. always ask every guest, do you know who your president is? That's like knowing the CEO. I mean, honestly, I with. only really know who she was because she was like a really big meme on okay. campus. Like we have like Yik Yak. That was everyone's favorite person to like make fun of. <laughs> President Winton? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know why, but no one really likes her, I don't think. I want to challenge you. If you ever see her on campus, introduce yourself. You should. It's all who you know. At the That's end of the kind day, of intimidating. At the end of the day, why? She's just a normal person. I don't know. What if she's like, uh, you're too stupid to be here? <laughs> you no. I don't know. You're one of 48 thousand students okay true all right the okay, mods, i'll do it i'm telling you it's okay. all about networking no one cares about your freaking but i mean sites. what's she gonna do like here you get a 4.0 gpa because you, no, you just said never hi know. to me just okay. introduce yourself okay it's gonna lead to more opportunity not with her but i'm just saying it's doesn't hurt to introduce yourself to okay people. hey i'm ava matsunami okay i'll do it i'm one of your students i don't think i've ever seen her in my life but okay. i'll do it so the matsunamis are in town where are they taking, let's talk about, we love rapid fire now. Okay. Where are they taking you and your friends to dinner? Da Vinci. What's Vinci? So Da Vinci is a little Italian restaurant. Most amazing pasta ever. There's also this place called Uptown Cafe. They have really good dinner. Besides that, I'm going to be honest, we don't have great restaurants in Bloomington, <laughs> but... All right. So now I don't know. Uh, let's say you're underage or you're 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 over 21. What bars do you take? Where your where's your favorite bar? If you're underage or let's go underage, because obviously Kilroy's is probably going to be overage. OK, underage La Una. It's not my favorite, but it's kind of your only option. So, <laughs> yeah. Best late night munchies. Um, Pizza X, 100 percent. 
Do they stay open all night? They stay open till like two. That's like on a Friday, Saturday night, every single person in a dorm will have pizza X. You, there's like a little delivery truck that's outside and they'll have like 15 pizzas <laughs> to deliver. So very popular. You wake up hungover. Where are we having breakfast? Um, oh my God. Honestly, I wake up hungover and I go back to sleep for like five hours. So I don't really know. Ava Matsunami's telling the truth. <laughs> All right. Where's your favorite breakfast place? Let me rephrase that. Um, Uptown Cafe again has really good breakfast. And if you're just on campus and you're hungry, you're bumping around Memorial Union, where are you stopping? Like, where's your favorite place to get food? Now, if you saw her I face, mean, you'd be like, looking. not the dining hall. That's for sure. Um, dining hall was terrible but we had a starbucks in our in my dorm we had a starbucks built in so honestly i just went there every day that's funny how you said dining hall sucked because every student every guest i have on i always say like what do you hate about your school like what do you not like about your school everyone talks about the food the dining hall so bad like trash so what's the recommendation the parents that are uh there's like plan A, plan B, plan C, right? Do you want the cheapest plan? You want the cheapest plan for sure. I still had like $300 left on my, I, we call them iBucks um, at the end of last semester. Does it carry over? Never went. I don't think it carries <laughs> over, but you definitely do not need more. And even if you do, you can always add more, but do not waste your money because you'll probably go like once a week. <laughs> like, So what advice do you give to people parents that have kids going through this process obviously you probably have pressure through your peers and yourself just like am I gonna go to college where am I gonna go Mm -hmm. um and we know how parents can be but what advice would you give parents knowing what you know now yeah um definitely just like kind of just cheer your kid on like at the end of the day like they know where they should end up um you just need to like guide them through the process. Don't put pressure on them. Like it's all going to work out in the end. Um, just encourage them as much as you can. I think um, it's their decision. They're going to be happy wherever they end up. So I think that's just the most important thing. And I tell every parent that, and I tell every student that the class of 22 that just graduated, I told the parents, let your child pick the school that they want to go yeah. to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not the parents' decision. I I mean, if they're paying for it, then Yeah, they're not going to college. It's up to them, but you've already been to college. This is your kids' four years. Everyone says college is the best four years of your life, you know? You want it to be the best four years of their life for them and not for you. All right. And now knowing what you know now last advice to that high school senior that's going through that process because mm-hmm. you went through yeah that process um i know it gets crazy stressful just try to take a deep breath like i said before you're gonna end up where you're meant to end up and if you get rejected from your dream school like that was for a reason and you're gonna go somewhere else even if you really don't want to go there and you're still gonna be happy there it's not the end of the world. There's fun things at every single college. There's good things about every college. Um, So just take that with a grain of salt. The real raw stories and experiences from (laughs) Ava Matsunami (laughs) headed 
back to Bloomington to be a sophomore. I wish you the best. And thank you. Now, eventually, you'll have to come on the hiring manager and talk about that process. Okay. Right. Wait, uh, I didn't even know that was a thing. The hiring manager. Is that new? Oh yeah, we've, we've had these little mini episodes. It oh, goes on okay. every other week. They're like okay. ten minute episodes. Okay. Like right, how to network. That's why I said go talk to Pamela okay, yeah. Witten. Right, how to get a job, how to get an internship, because pretty soon you're probably going to want to stay. Maybe you want to stay in Bloomington next summer. Oh God, no. No. Okay, just. Happened. <laughs> I love it there, but not when school's not going on. I could never do that. Ava Matsunami, Fonger News. <laughs>